I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Good day once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexpandable guard to absolutely nothing. This week we're on episode 76. Stroof! <laughs> we are talking about Australia. Australia. So stick around if you want to hear more. Good day, Dad. Good day, son. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, not very good at the Australian accent. No, we're not going to do that throughout the entire podcast. Yours is a little if bit was, better than mine. I don't even know. Slightly racist. How? Yeah. How we got into it straight away. Because neither of us discussed doing the Australian accent. Yeah, but you've got to do it, haven't you? Considering this is all about Australia. I was going to say good day. And then I did say good day and then I couldn't not do the accent after that. Fair enough. But it'll be a bit of hit and miss if we do use the accent during this particular podcast. But we'll have to be a bit careful with it, I think. Don't want to upset people more than we normally do. So how are you? Um, I'm not bad, thank you very much for asking. What have you been doing? Um, trying to this week s- stop the cat um, attacking my monitor. Right, uh, the new cat. It is Moana. a bit of a kitten Kong, isn't it? Yeah, she keeps uh, she keeps attacking my cursor on the screen, and this is both in like just time when I've been on my PC today, as well as when you're working from home. When I'm working from home, <sighs> yeah, not good. So I have to she get her worn out, and then she sits. Uh, sometimes curls up in my bed, but she has actually been sleeping under my desk as well. So. Oh dear! Well, see, has has the magic worn off yet? As the no, she's so, still great. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, she's a laugh. Okay. She's an idiot. A laugh. She falls over a lot. She does fall over a lot, doesn't she? She fell into the bin the other day. She did fill in, fill, 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 fill into the bin. Yeah. Oh, I nearly went fill into the bin. Um, I don't know what accent that was. Oh, I don't know. But no, she does a lot of that, a and she South does African. stalk. And and pounce on our other cat, who is significantly bigger than her. Yeah. And who then puts her in some sort of death roll, yep. which then she starts whimpering about. And we all get, oh, you've been a bit too rough with her. Break him up. And then he walks away and she attacks him again, doesn't she? Yeah. I d- well, we've kind of got to the point where we said, well, we can't tell whether she, he's hurting her. And now... She keeps going back for more, so surely Can't he's be. not hurt unless her she's that got much. Unless kittens haven't got their short-term memory is really poor. And well, I think uh, that could be the case. And then she goes, "Oh, another cat! <laughs> ah, that hurts! Oh, another cat! That sort of thing." Well, we'll have to get um, Maui on here to talk about what Harry feels about a new well, addition to the yeah, family. One day, get that magical collar on a. If you still got it, is Moana. it under your bed somewhere, gathering dust? Um. No. I think it is. No. <laughs> no? Isn't no. it? Where is it then? No. 
It's in my wardrobe. Oh, it's in your wardrobe. That's good. So we can we can get that out and use that at some point. Um, thanks for asking. Yeah, I've had a lovely week. Oh, I haven't got around to that yet. Yeah. Um, so this week's podcast. No, I've had a lovely week. So how, how, have, how have you been? <clears throat> well, I've been off. A, I've had a week off um, that I had booked to do some other stuff, but didn't end up doing that. But what it meant was, well, was that's able. a good segue into the other stuff. But carry on. Okay, um, but what I ended up doing was going up and seeing your big sister. It's not that big. Big little sister, her husband, and my grandson. David and it was lovely. I spent a couple of days with them, helped helped out doing a few jobs around the house, big jobs around the house. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't found them yet. I blamed it on the cat. Um, Cats. And <laughs> he's beautiful, and I loved it. And a load of journey up there on your own is a bit of a drag. It was well worthwhile to see the three. You know, of them, might so. have made that easier. What? They're a really good podcast you could listen I to. I could have done, couldn't I? Yeah. But I couldn't quite work out how to use the map thing on my phone as well as listening to something else. Right. Okay. Okay. As well as eating biscuits as well. I, I was multitasking and that's not so, one of my strengths. Interesting. But it's, yeah, right. it's been a lovely week. A <laughs> so lovely did you just week. not listen to music all the way up? Uh, no, I put a CD on in the end because that was separate from the actual phone bit. And it right, worked. We'll have to, um, yes, got a bass guitar as well. You did get a bass guitar. Yeah, lovely. Not bass an guitar. guitar, a bass one. A bass guitar, which I was after, and that was very nice. Had a little fiddle about with that the other day, and there we are. I keep saying the word fiddle at work and said I'm going to fiddle around with this, and I've got to the point where every time I say fiddle, into... every time I say fiddle, there's two guys that on my meetings that giggle to themselves. Yeah. So I'm trying to avoid that word. You'll get called into HR. Yeah. Yeah. But the reason you booked off this week was because of the Commonwealth Games. It was because of the Commonwealth Games that we were unable to get the tickets we were after. So we, we, yeah. However, yes, it's been it's been really good. The Commonwealth Games. Yes. Who's at the top of the medal table at the moment? Is it Australia? I'm pretty sure it's Australia. All right, I didn't know that, but then I wondered where you were going with this. I mean, I. I will quickly because if fact it isn't check that. now, <laughs> if it isn't, don't don't fact check it now. Let me come back at you at a later date. That's what that's what fact check is all about. Shaming people. It's Australia. Oh, well done. I won't come back on that one then. Yep, they've got fifty-five golds as of this moment. England have got forty-eight golds as of this moment. We have got more silvers though. Right. Well, I should hope so. We've got one hundred and forty. They've got one hundred forty-seven medals. We've got one hundred thirty-seven. Right. They're doing well then. And so we're second, but we're way in front of third, which is Canada with 19. No disrespect to Canada. But, um, None taken, I don't think. They you're don't not Canadian. Take, yeah, but they don't. They're quite... They'll probably be apologising. Nice people, yeah. They don't really take offence, do they? Anyway, Australia. Why did we pick Australia as a topic? Well, one reason. We've done uh, United Kingdom... We have. Or Britain or whatever. We've done... Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, we've done USA. Yep. I think we're gradually making our way through some various countries, but we have edged towards English-speaking countries so far, it appears. Oh, um, yeah, I didn't even think about that. No, <laughs> but this one's a, a, um, not necessarily in the, in the best way, but it was an old British colon- colony. No, certainly not in the best way. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're just edging through countries. And also... Uh, 
Beckin Sam went to Australia once. I did go to Australia once. But I think it's a really interesting country. Yeah. I think uh, when you see huge. Start- it's, it is huge. And when you see, I saw a couple of Haven't diagrams. Have they got a smaller population than us? Well, they've got a, a, as far as the mass of the country is concerned, the population is a, there's more sheep than there is people in Australia. How about sheeple? I don't know about sheeple. I, I didn't have the numbers for that. I'll have to go back to that. But basically, um, the actual island, the Australian island as it is when you overlay that onto other parts of the the world other countries if you put it in north america i mean it's huge the the expanse is and obviously it's not all populated which is no. you know why well, you, you, you when i talk about the fact that there's a certain amount of people and you there's, know there's farms in australia that are bigger than the uk or bigger really? than england at least yeah so is there really it tells you that there's so much space there and also, so this 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 started the beginning, right? The beginning. You know that word time? I couldn't say a little bit early on. It's a bit like abominable, which I can now say. And preliminary. 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 Right. Obviously. Preliminary. People, in inverted commas, discovered Australia. Same with US. Already, people there. Same as the US. The indigenous people, wow, got it right. That's abominable, indigenous, and what was the other one? Preliminary. Anyway, there was the indigenous population of Australia. Or the aborigines. Aboriginals. Or aboriginals. Aborigines. <laughs> um, so, you know, for tens of thousands of years, I think, you know, you would have had people living there and living in well in that, that sort of culture and I'm looking at you now and that may be a little bit too much I don't know yeah, but then obviously I've got 1606 I think it's a Dutch landed on the island and as other people in this world often do decided to you know this is our part and this is your, I mean it happens all the time quite like the Dutch though do you yeah right um but the Dutch weren't the worst. We were the worst because we, uh, at one point in our history, started shipping criminals over to Australia because we well, we'd have them away from our own. Where's the furthest way, uh, furthest place away from where we actually live? You know, or our country. I mean, when you think about it, to even take them there, get them there, many must have died on the way there, and then to actually then just put them. On a different continent, on a different in a different country, just so they were nowhere near us. Yeah, we still have crime here. We certainly do. So didn't really work, did it? It didn't, and and I mean, it obviously went on for far, far too long. But thankfully, things are very, yeah, very different. Yeah, you'd be surprised now. about the last ship of criminals being sent over. Like that wasn't a massively long time ago. Really? Do you know when it was? No. No. Okay, that's something you can find out. Um, so it's also um, where in this country we have um, Essex, Suffolk, Middlesex, and the counties that separate up in, in our, our particular island. In Australia, they have states and territories. Now, these states and territories can be very, very different. So I've got a few here. Tasmania, which is an island off of Australia, but is under the same umbrella. There's um, a devil on it, didn't it? Yep. 
New South Wales, Queensland, Victoria, uh, Western Australia, South Australia, Norfolk Island, Christmas Island. Uh, these are all under that particular one. Um, I was interested to in find out, right, and I'm pretty sure this I read this, that 89 large geographically distinct bioregions based on common climate, geology, landform, native vegetation and species info. Mation. <laughs> yeah, I didn't write. That's that's. Uh, I've just done myself in there. So I had that written down. So eighty nine. So basically, what what we're saying about that is, within that country, you've got uh, desert, you've got forests, uh, like sort of deciduous. Is that the word? Forests, and then you've got, I believe, sort of rainforest, and you've got the coasts, and you've got. You know, you've got so much. Uh, and more, uh, please. There's more. There's um, there's there's a lot of snow there. There's mountains there, right? There's more snow in that mountainous area than there is in a whole of Switzerland, apparently. So you're talking about a country that we talk about. We a know lot there's of it. jungles, by the way. Yeah, I'm celebrity setting them. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've also got whales in there, apparently, as well. Because I'm a celebrity was in Wales, so that must be in Australia. New South Wales. Yeah, they um, have actually, yeah. Yeah, so it is such a diverse country because it's so vast. You've got these different sort of uh, climates, different sort of, uh, what did you say, bio? Biomes. Biomes, which is, I, I guess, that certain environment. So if we say like deciduous. Yeah, and, like different and, ecosystems Yeah, and different ecosystems. Um, I just find that incredible. Because we in this country, we're such a small country, and you know, teeny, even teeny, when we talk about, um, okay, we can talk about the sort of there's there's a uh, mountainous areas within our country. There's you know, uh, I mean, we live in a in a county in Essex, which is very very flat. You know, there's yeah. not many hills and not you know no mountains or anything like that. You can go up to there's some beautiful places in this country, but. You know, we don't have that extreme, do we? We might have a we have difference in temperature and rainfall. You know, yeah, but well, this is one of the driest parts of the country. Yeah, but we don't have. You know, we we haven't got a, a desert halfway up the country yet in the West Midlands. Yet, no. Let's see how climate change goes. We haven't got a goes. rainforest in Wales. We haven't got a deciduous forest in Scotland. Well, we have actually. Yeah, yeah. That's a lie. We Can have you, got uh, one. Stop lying, yeah, please. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to say so. That's what's fascinated me about Australia. Um, is its vastness. Is its vastness, yeah. Yeah. A uh, lot of farming, as you said. A yep. huge amount of farming. Yep. They Big on farms. They a huge amount of wine yep. from from Australia. Do you know what kind of wine? Australian wine? Yep. Yeah, I thought Glad we got be. to the bottom of that. Yeah. Obviously... There's a big tourist industry as well because you've yep. got the Great Barrier Reef off of um, Australia. Um, people go there for and, that. Sort and of also the exportation of uh, coral and fish via that as well. Do they really? Do they export a lot of that sort of thing? There from are that specific um, companies that work via a license that have the, and the idea being is it's done in a way that's regenerative. Right. Is that, yeah, no, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't actually cause damage to the environment. Um, and in fact, the profits they kind of make will help support the environment. That being said, they still need to make a profit. Um, but yeah, there's. I, I think there's one or maybe two companies that 
do take stuff on the Great Barrier Reef. But there's a lot of reefs across the world that um, have only specific people able to take stuff from. But where that one's a developed country, it's more so yeah. the case. And I did see a figure, but I can't remember what that figure was exactly, but the amount of people that emigrated... What? Action Man. Was that figure. the figure you saw? No, the action figure? No, it wasn't the action figure. I didn't even say... I said actual figure, not action figure. Right. But apparently there's a huge percentage that are sort of from other countries. So uh, a lot of people go over there and immigrate over there. Apparently there's a... I think outside of Greece, there's the biggest Greek community in the world there, only second to actually being in Greece. But... That, you know, there's a, it's a place, there's programs on in this country, isn't there, that talk about people emigrating from here to over there. They're quite strict with what you do over there. They only yeah. let people in who've got a trade or look to see what they, they can do. They seem and to- also the um, bio, but well, we'll come on to the biodiversity yeah, we'll talk a bit, about but they're the also quite strict on the bio, um, what you bring in biological into the country. Um, just got that information for you, by the way, because you're talking about where people come from. About, it's roughly estimated about 20% of the Australians descend from the convicts that were sent over there. Okay. And the last lot of convicts were sent over in 1868. Right, so, okay. So not a, not a huge amount of time no, not a ago huge in the scheme amount, of things. But should be ashamed of ourselves. About 162,000 convicts were really? sent over. Wow. And were they, do you know, were they... From Britain and Ireland. Those. Yeah, Britain and Ireland. But were they... Um, did they send over the more extreme uh, convicts and more extreme crimes, or did they literally send anybody over they could send over? The research I've done in into this uh, was done a little bit earlier while you were talking. All right. So you asked me questions like that. I'm not likely going to be able to get the answer. Okay, thanks very much. <laughs> no worries. Right, bye. How animals work. Number 93, the ostrich. The largest of all the bird family, the ostrich or ostrich takes its name from the country it's unique to. The ostrich wanders the wastelands of Australia looking for prey, which it disembowels with its two inch long front teeth. The ostrich is a formidable foe and its 14 foot neck means not much is out of its reach. Okay. 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 one of so, the things one of the good things that fascinates, that fascinates me, me. Oh, for God, good you're not going to do this. this. <laughs> Plum. <laughs> right. One of the things that fascinates me about Australia... There's, there's a lot of things a bit that like, fascinates you about things, it does, isn't it? That's it, one of your key terms in these yeah, podcasts. Yeah, but it does fascinate me because, you know, I haven't seen these countries. When you think about... um seen USA. Well, I have, yeah, but I haven't seen... I mean, I've seen a particular part or a couple of parts of the USA, but I haven't seen the majority of it. Anyway, just go to back to this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they so have Australia. They haven't got Australia there, no. no. Um, the wildlife. And obviously there's lots of wildlife in Australia, but because it's an island, there are some animals. Every time you say island, I just hear the song, like the IB for one. I don't know that one. We're going to Ibiza. Ibiza. Oh. I know it's spelled Ibiza. On the island. Right. Yeah. Well, it's not. we're not talking about that, right? We're talking about the range of animals in Australia and animals that are unique to Australia. 
So not all these are obviously... I'll be honest, most animals from Australia are unique to Australia. Um, yeah, most of them. But, that, I mean, there are... Apart from the sheep. There are um, animals that, because of there's islands not too far from uh, Australia, what is it? Um, would Malaysia be that sort of... Well, I suppose it's a fair old distance from there, but there are. Yeah. Uh, so there has been a spread of the animals. Yeah, there would be a natural spread of certain amount. But this is one of the big reasons why they are very careful about um, biological things being allowed into the country. Because uh, when I say biological, whether it be food or whatever, because they are very much making sure that they've they know they've got very um, their wildlife is is only their wildlife. It doesn't right. it doesn't live anywhere else. So they're very careful about not harming that wildlife by potentially introducing something that could wipe out something. Yeah, and that's one of the things you like you said, like And it's not just animals, it's plants because as well. I wasn't I mean cane toads, I mean as much as even saying the the words makes me feel awful, but they're not uh, native to Australia, weren't they introduced and they've been become a real issue for them in Australia. I don't know that for mm. sure, but I think I watched the Simpsons episode once and uh, that happened. Um, uh, can you, can I ask you why I'm, we're doing this segment? Can you stop fiddling about with my didgeridoo? I just, I was playing the didgeridoo a moment ago and it's, it's, it's put a really weird taste. It's got like sort of a wax thing on the end yeah. of it, which is weird. And I have to keep... And it's probably quite dusty and might have some spiders in it. It might do, but I've, I'm holding on to it, but I've got nowhere to put it. I can lean it up against over there, if you like. Would yeah, that be easier? What if we need it in an emergency? Okay, you better hold it then. So, right, kangaroos, koalas, dingoes, emus, lots of sheep. They've ostriches. Got ostriches. <laughs> they've got camels. No. Did you know they've got camels in, in Australia? In the um, desert part of Australia, but they have got camels. Uh, sheep, sheep, and some more sheep. Obviously... You said cheap on that last did one. Did I? <laughs> yep. Um, off the coast How of... How about the Karas... Karas away? What's that? The bird. The, like, the really horrible Cookaburra. bird. Cookaburra. No. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. Well, while you're trying to work out how to pronounce it, obviously they've got lots of snakes, lots of spiders... There, the oceans around um, Australia are teeming with life, as you'd expect. And when we talked about the Great Barrier Reef and the incredible uh, amount of fish and species, fish species, and, and fish and species, and fish, fish species. species, and mammals, and you know, there's quite a bit, bit of a fascination about the great whites that obviously, again, are around that coastline. Uh, jellyfish but and one thing that always amazed me we talked about Becky and Sam going to Australia Cassowary Cassowary is that a bird that it's got such claws colourful and it seems to have like a massive uh, horn that looks like a Pringle it looks a little bit like um, that thing out of Up yeah Kevin Kevin. Kevin. Anyway, also platypuses. I'm surprised because Becky must have done her homework. I'm surprised that she went to Australia because when you start looking at the animals in Australia, 
And I've got a top 10 of dangerous animals. No way. I that have. doesn't sound like you. It, it does sound like me. It's very much me, isn't it? Yep. So number one, and some of these I reckon you know a little bit about. So number one on the... big Sorry, probably a big word we should mention when it comes to a lot of animals that come from Australia. Marsupial. Yes, marsupials, yeah. yeah that's, that's a big thing there. Marsupials, <laughs> are they not... Do marsupials only come from Australia, or is it mostly? No, because marsupials surely things from. You've got marsupials on Madagascar, have you? Or you're thinking of lemurs? Uh, how would well, I how, spell? How do, you, how do you? What is the definition of a marsupial? Marsupials, a group of mammals commonly thought of as pouched animals, like the wallaby and kangaroo. At left. So that's on the right. Um, they otters give have got live birth, pouches. but do not have long gestation, gestation times like placental mammals. Yeah, so one of the big things with uh, marsupials, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but they there's not a long gesta- gestational period. So they give birth to yeah. like a kangaroo joey. The kangaroo joey will crawl up the outside of the uh, kangaroo and it'll be very, very tiny and very, oh, very small. And it will go inside the pouch where the pouch almost behaves as a, almost a second womb. Yeah. Um, and the teats well, uh, or are you inside could say the... a spare womb. A spare womb. <laughs> <laughs> um, they'll, they'll go inside the pouch and they will... And the teats are inside the pouch. So they'll feed from inside the pouch. I'm sorry, I thought this was on my toes, so I had to look down from the mic. Um, they'll feed from inside the pouch and they'll just pretty much live their life from inside the pouch. Uh, the first part of their life from inside the pouch. But there anyway. are animals, I mean... Uh, don't giant pandas, they don't have pouches, but don't giant pandas, they're, they're young or tiny, absolutely like minuscule when they're first born. So they originated in the New World, by the right. way, uh, which have been found in both China and North America. Because uh, I, I do think marsupials, like marsupials yeah, as well. Yeah, I think they are around the world. I don't they're, think they're. Australia, New Guinea, New Zealand, and nearby islands. Well, so in, in the that Americas. area, Australasia, that sort of and, area. And. Um, in the Americas sometimes. Yeah, otters. Right. So you might know about this isn't a marsupial, right? Well, uh, number one, straight in at number one, the box jellyfish, a.k.a. boxfish, a.k.a. sea wasp, a.k.a. fire medusa or stinger. A.k.a. jellyfish, that is yeah, box jellyfish. in shape. It's the most toxic animal on earth, apparently. Yep. You looked at me and then looked like you were disbelief. No, I said yep, and then thought you might say so some more. Do you know more. anything about the box jellyfish? Uh, it's a jellyfish. Yeah. It's box-shaped. Is it? And it's the most toxic animal on earth. You do know all about <laughs> it then, don't you? You <laughs> do. Okay, I thought it's, you might it, know something about the fish can, bits of it. It this. can kill a, a man. It's it's fairly uh, fairly instant as well. Um, and, and, and a few of these on here that they've got are... Quite a lot of them have got... Oh. Oh, anti- oh, and they uh, don't, they live in the water. Oh, well done. Right, second on this, this mm. is the Taipan snake. Apparently, the most venomous snake in the world. <laughs> well, I think it's a desert-dwelling snake. And I think from what I read, the the likelihood of it biting you is remote because it will clear out of your way but as we know, all know if you disturb something accidentally yeah it's going to bite it's you it's much like a black widow a black widow will not um, a black widow will not do much it's only in extreme circumstances it's like a defence mechanism yeah some animals are 
more aggressive than others, but obviously any sort of animal, you think how big they are a lot of the time, and even a snake. I don't think it's a huge snake. I, th- I just think it's, you know... Yeah. It, um, I've never heard of from. Scarlett Johansson biting anyone. Uh, why did you say that? She's played Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Number three, saltwater crocodiles, which are able to be in freshwater as well, but can grow to enormous sizes, apparently. How big? Enormous. Oh. Yeah. Um, number four, a blue-ringed octopus. Yes, do you know about these? The, the most venomous octopus in the world. Bites. <laughs> it bites you and it's highly venomous. But do you know any more about that? Um, it's about, it's the size of a ball. Although they didn't say what size ball, because that could be a medicine ball. It could be a tennis ball or a ping pong ball. One. Yeah. Um, you said, do you know much more about that? And then didn't wait for me to answer oh, go before. On. Do you know much more about that? Well, it's about the size of a ball. No. Right. Uh, but they don't specify what kind of ball. No. Um, also, um, it, yeah, you generally don't keep them in fish tanks. But apparently there's no known antidote. So if you get bitten or stung by this octopus. Bitten. Bitten. That's, that's it. It's very rare for people to survive it. Now, this one surprised me. Number five, stonefish, right? They camouflage themselves like stones on the on the bottom of the uh, corals and that. So on, on, on for relatively shallow waters, but, you know, for divers going down. Uh, if you step on them, they're, again, highly venomous. You can, there is an antidote, but obviously if you're in the sea, I think probably in a place like Australia, and antidotes for these things are, are readily available they're, they're probably most doctors or uh, would have a stash of stuff like this because obviously it's more i don't suppose it's that frequent but it happens you know more than in this country we haven't really got anything like that we've you got might even find that like in some cases diving companies have them i don't know I no might no well, it, it would make sense wouldn't it it makes sense that might be in their to, first aid kit you know? yeah it might be some, something they have number six the red-backed spider, is or there Australian, 10 of these, by the way? yeah, or Australian black. Well, well, I did say it's a top ten dangerous animals. In yeah, but I couldn't remember how many seals. Okay, so the red-backed spider, an Australian black widow, as we've talked about, it's only one centimeter across usually, but highly venomous. Again, there is an antidote to it, but they will only really, if they're disturbed, they may sort of bite at a last result. Do you think if we didn't do the antidote of it, you might get superpowers and they're just telling you that you'd die, but in fact you'd actually get superpowers? Yes. Right. And then for some reason they lumped in... In fact, it was a radioactive spider, wasn't it? Which I think was a bit of a cop-out. Number seven and eight, brown snake and tiger snake. They're equal. They're joint. Joint seventh or and eighth, obviously. So, so again, uh, I think they're more... A, certainly a brown snake I think they are quite are they the common. ones you find in the toilet they might be actually but they're the ones <laughs> I think people in sort of uh, residential areas you you could come across them there you're not necessarily going to have to be out in the outback or um, in the desert to find something like that I think they're more common I think so because I've heard of them for a start anyway uh, I think there was one on Neighbours um, oh right. Neighbours uh, obviously, number nine, fascinating, great white shark. There's uh, a lot of activity. I think there's a lot of cage diving and that goes on around the Australian coast. Um, 
they have had issues with them. They certainly look out for them. There's certainly quite an abundance of them around the coast. Um, you know, we just don't get things like that here. You know, I can't even imagine. Basking sharks. Yeah, we do get things like that, but that none of those would be of any threat to us. They might, you know, frighten the life out of you if you looked around and saw a fin. You know, we've got dolphins around there, but if you suddenly saw a fin and you didn't quite see what it was, it That's might why freak you That's they're called dolphins. Dolphins, yeah. yeah. And the last one is a spider again, which is the Sydney funnel web spider. You know what? Named after Sydney Funnel, who was a... Uh, uh, a, a, a web specialist. Uh, it was a specialist in arachnids, and that grows from one to five centimeters. I have a yes. question regarding your list. Yes, I find it interesting that you've got one to ten rather than ten to one. Yeah, I could have counted it down because I? it got it got more anti. It got less. It was anticlimactic because it got less and less, less impressive. And less. Well, the first one was box jellyfish. Oh, look, I can't do everything right, can I? So I just thought that would be quite interesting. (laughs) But obviously there's there's a huge amount of wildlife there. Oh, well, that's another one, isn't it? A duck-billed platypus. Unbelievable. I think, haven't they got the only two mammals that lay eggs? Yeah, a mammal that lay eggs is just strange, isn't it? And the duck-billed platypus, I mean, what's that all about? It, yeah, they mad. didn't. They didn't think it was real when they first came across it, did they? Well, like, we've they talked thought about, it was a prank. Yeah, we've talked about things like that before with like mermaids and things, and where where they you'd have these these uh, people like Barnum would stitch a monkey torso onto a fish to make it look like a mermaid and have a skeleton of that. It's that sort of thing. But yeah, the first people to see those must have thought, "What the." Unless someone did try and glue it all together, and then there was like a thunderstorm, and then it got struck by lightning. And like, oh. Oh, oh, it's alive now. And then platypus existed. Like some sort of Frankenstein platypus. Yeah. Interesting. So you have uh, written an Aussie-themed song? Well, I kind of had. I I thought I'd do the sing it in an Aussie accent. Then I realised I can't do an Aussie accent. I can't even say it. And then I thought, I can't really sing either. But I've done a song. It's, I'm going to push it towards the Australian uh, tourist board because I think, you know, anything that can help them, you know, has got to be worth it. Do they it. need a lot of help in Australia? They, they do because no one wants to go to Australia. So <laughs> now I, I put, once I've done, now I've done this song, they, they're going to think, wow, got to go there. I've heard all these interesting things about it. Right. Okay, so you can play it now and I do apologise. All right. Welcome to Australia, a land of opportunities. There's spiders in our dunnies, and there's great whites in our seas. They say we're from down under, and so relax, we're comatose. We'll always have been Barbies, I guess that's true, I suppose. Survive. Take a look at Urulu 
to bite as you take flight. A single strike is all it takes. We could cook you up some snacks. Or would you like some giant prawns? Get yourself a tea and then stretch out on the lawn. Go pop on some budgie smugglers. We're all cobbers here. We fill you up with tasty grub and soak it up with beer. Drop you down in whoop whoop and see if you survive. Take a look at Urulu. Hope you brought your bigger knife. Drop you down in whoop whoop. So watch out for the snakes. They like to bite as you take flight. A single strike is all it takes. Right. Okay. Now, mate, for an Aussie themed game. Aussie themed game? Aussie themed game. That's what I said. So, what you got for us today, did? Dad? Did? Dad? <laughs> Wilson. That doesn't sound like it either, is it? How do you do it? How do you. What is it that you use? What, what, what sort of twang do you use to actually do it? Wow. Look, I've got a Good quiz. Day. I've got a sting. Just play the sting. Do you know your rules from your didgeridoos? Do you know your phones from your billabongs? Do you know your coppers from your coppers? Then with this quiz you can't go wrong. What a lovely sting. Did you enjoy it? I did. Now what's the name of the game? The name of the game is... <laughs> Did you redo or did you don't? Uh. Oh dear! What a, what a great bit of did you do playing there from Connor? Do you Thanks. know I really struggle to do that? Um, I might have to rest. It and on my your did you do's been gathering Can dust for some time foot? now. Um, but you know, you seem to be a bit of a master of this. Should we do it again? One more time because we've got neighbours. Hang on, I need to. Um, I need to warm up my lips. Yeah, because you've got to do circ... Uh, I can't circular breathe. Circular breathe. No. Oh, it's just like being there. It's... It's it's, it's mystical. <laughs> it's shaking your foot. <laughs> yeah, it was making me laugh. That's fantastic. No, I picked that up in... Uh, on my travels, that. Yeah, where? Uh, Canterbury. Okay. <laughs> right. okay, so it's got Aboriginal dot art. Yeah, it has. I'm not saying it's a, it's from Australia, but it's it is a didgeridoo all the same. And I will master it at one point. Are you, you ready for didgeridoo or didgeridoo? Uh, I didgeriam. Right, you've got ten questions. Right, you'll be absolutely flabbergasted to learn each question is multiple choice. No way. Why? That's not like So you? I'm going to go straight in. Found in Victoria, this mountain has an unusual name given to it due to how challenging it was to, to ascend. But what is its name? Is it A, a 
Mount Puff Puff, B, Mount Tough Tough, or C, Mount Buggery? Hmm. I can't tell. I don't feel like it'd be Mount Buggery. I feel like you've put Mount Buggery in because... Well, do you want me to describe what buggery is? No, I don't. Okay. I don't ever want to have that conversation again like we did when we came out of the uh, harvester that time. You were quite young at the time. Anyway, go on. And I asked what buggery was. That was your nan's fault. And you had to explain it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, yeah. That's not for this. (laughs) So is it Mount Puff Puff, Mount Tough Tough or Mount Buggery? Mount Puff Puff. Well, it isn't Mount Puff Puff. It is, in fact, Mount Buggery. You said you regret putting it in. Uh, Yeah, but I didn't finish it and say, but I didn't have a choice because that's actually what it was. And apparently it was just named, and I'm getting a feeling that they are quite straight and to the point, the Aussies, and that's what they called it. And I believe because it was such a nightmare to To be fair, they really like the word, the C word, don't they? They do indeed. Uh, question two. Maybe that's what happened. Which of these is an animal that lives amongst other places in the far... Well, hang on. Which of try these again? is an animal that lives amongst other places in the far northeast of Queensland? A. Is it A? I'm getting worse at reading these. I don't Do know about better. Is it A, the sea koala? Is it B, the tree kangaroo? Or is it C, the desert penguin? The desert penguin. I'm afraid that's didgeridoo. It's in fact a tree kangaroo. Yeah, how's the didgeridoo and the didgeridoo? Uh, that doesn't really work with this, does it? No, <laughs> really. um, uh, Billabong and Billarong. <laughs> that's Billarong. Um, it's the tree kangaroo. There's such a thing as a tree kangaroo that sits up in the trees and he's, he's a kangaroo. There you go. I don't know if it just bounced up there and hasn't been able to get back down. We will never know. Question three. How many beaches are there in Australia? Are there... It's one big one. Eight? Are there A, 10,685? Are there B, 5,861? Or are they C, one long one that stretches around the island? Oh, I was ahead of you there. (laughs) You were ahead of me. Um, A. It is A. Billabong, it's 10,000... Did you did it right? Did it right. 10,685 beaches. Question four. What did an Australian man once try to sell on eBay? Was it A? Imagine there's a lot of Australian New Zealand. Oh. Was it B? England. Or was it C? Uluru. Uluru. Which is what we previously knew as Ayers Rock. Ayers Rock. Aluru. Aluru. Yeah, Aluru, I believe it's called. Um, No, it was A, New Zealand. (laughs) Question five. If an Australian asks you, have you you seen me chook, right? What is he offering to show you? Is he offering to show you A, his child... B, his chicken, or C, his wife stroke girlfriend? His wife stroke girlfriend. No, I'm afraid that's uh, Billa wrong. That's, are you, 
have you seen my chuck is have you seen my chicken right chuck, chicken. that's got a different meaning to me as well it has <laughs> again something i'm not really wanting to go into <laughs> question six again we find ourselves in victoria but which one of these are you likely to come across in this state would you come across a intercourse island would you come across b Burrum buttock or would you come across c spanker knob <laughs> Spankanob. Spankanob. That's absolutely (laughs) correct. You feel a bong. Did we did it? It's in in Victoria. Intercourse Island is in Western Australia and Burrum Buttock is in New South Wales. They're all actual places, but only Spankanob is in Victoria. That was a tricky one then. Well, not really, because I asked you... We find ourselves in Victoria, but which yeah, one but of these I've is likely to come across in this state? It's not likely to know it. Question seven. Where does Australia rank in the top ten largest countries in the world? Is Australia at number four? B, number six? You didn't say A. Or C, number eight. And I'll go again. Are they at A, number four, B, number six, or C, number eight? I think it goes Russia, USA, China, Australia. So I'm going to go for number four. It is, in fact, six. And I wish I'd written down what the ones before it are. You didn't say six as an answer. I did, four, six, and eight. I don't think you said six. Well, you can play it back and find out, but I'm pretty sure I did a couple of times as well. I think playing that did you do... I was focused so much on saying you didn't say A. Oh, right. You went A, then you went B. Yeah, so you weren't actually listening to anything else I was saying. And you went B. Question eight. Australia's capital city, Canberra, means what in Aborigine? Does it mean Lagerland? A. Lager Land B. Buttock Bridge or C. Woman's Cleavage I didn't listen to the question Australia's capital city Canberra means what in Aborigine? So Canberra in Aborigine what does it mean? Does it mean A. Lager Land B. Buttock Bridge or C. Woman's Cleavage Buttock Bridge Oh no! It's it's a bill of wrong. It's woman's cleavage because Canberra is cradled between two mountains. Right. So that's why it's but it could also back. be buttock bridge in that sense it, as well. It could be, but it isn't. I think they've got another word your for buttock. Your mic made a good noise, then. Did it? Sorry, yeah, I, it I don't used to do that. It's your your thing, that. Right. Still penultimate going. question. Can you just hold on to your mic just to stop it vibrating. I just knocked it again by doing that. Question nine. What animal did the Australian government invent to further scare tourists? Was it A, the drop bear? Was it B, the flying snake? Or was it C, the ten-leg super spider? Uh, Ten-leg super spiders made up by you. The drop bear um, is a real thing. The drop bear are koala bears... Um, no, the falling ten, out of trees. The drop bear genuinely is just koala bears falling out of trees, and they can cause some damage if they fall on you. 
Um, I'm going to go for the flying snake. It, you're in fact wrong, right? God only knows why the Australian government needed to make up something to further scare the people that visit, because I've just got we've gone through a list earlier on about how many sort of dangerous things they've got in there, but it was in fact a drop bear. But, and we're not talking about koala bears here. We're talking about actual bears that they said would drop out of trees and attack people. They'd hide up in so trees. So I've heard it made as a joke a lot, but I just always assumed no, they were talking about apparent, koala bears. They made it up saying that these bears lived up in the trees and they should drop down and attack people. And your last question in this a disaster, Australian isn't it? It hasn't gone well for you, has it? Maybe we should have got some Australians in. Maybe. Or have people been 10. to Australia? Staying on the animal theme, which one of these is a critically endangered animal? Is it A, the Jacob's patypus? Is that platypus? No, patypus. Patypus. Is it B, the Gilbert's potteroo? Potteroo. Or is it C, the Norbert's nankinoo? Norbert's nankinoo. Yeah. So is it the Jacob's patypus, the Gilbert's Potteroo or the Norbert's Nankinoo? Um, Norbert's Nankinoo, I'm going to rule that one out because you've just done that because it rounds with Kangiroo or whatever the other one was. <laughs> <laughs> Kangiroo? Right, okay. So then that leaves you with Jacob's Patypus and Gilbert's Potteroo if Norbert's Nankinoo's not right. Gilbert's Potteroo. And you go out in a blaze of glory. That is correct. It's the Gilbert's potteroo that is a critically endangered animal. And that is the end of my little Australian quiz. It was nice. Well done. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, it was uh, riveting. <laughs> riveting. All right. I'll just have to, you know. That's a positive word, by it the way. It is, but I felt that you were being sarcastic. Were you being sarcastic or were Absolutely you being genuine? Absolutely not. Genuine. Right, okay. So, before we leave off the rest of the podcast, I think it's worth mentioning that we have come across some people that have been to Australia. Oh, yes, and we've mentioned, we mentioned them. them. Yeah. And obviously, we've got uh, other relatives that um, have got relatives in Australia and visit there more on a more regular basis. But yes, people very close to us. Not right now. Not right now. But uh, Becky and Sam, I yeah. think a number of years ago that was now. Yeah, they went it was to Australia. back in 2018. 2018? I want to say 2018. All right, I'll tell you that then. Because I think it was the year I started my new job. Potentially, and, and they were away for and about six weeks. And they were away for the entire summer. Yeah. Because well, I, I started my new job and I was working. And you, when I say new job, it's not a new job anymore. Because I've moved away from that job, but I'm still in the same business. Um, but um, yeah, ah, oh, which I've been at four years as of yesterday. Well as done, of today, congratulations! Actually, but yesterday when this yeah. comes out, um, yeah. So yeah, and you were away for a week, and they were also gone. So I was home you alone were, in my new job. I'm for sure a week. you were. I'm sure you were. Okay. And I had pesto pasta Did for you? lunch one day. Pesto no, not pasta. for dinner one day. Yeah, fantastic. I think I used to get you to send me pictures of uh, yeah, what you when were I was eating, eating to make sure you were eating. Yeah, I sometimes and forget. And you were still alive. Right, anyway, 
So, I, we, we asked did, them some questions. We did ask them some questions, didn't we? Only a couple of questions, just to get a feel for how they, uh, how they remember, whether they remember it fondly or they don't. Because we potentially should have interviewed them on the podcast. However, we're not very organised. We weren't very organised, and our only option would opportunity would have potentially been yesterday. And I don't think we were in the best place to do that yesterday. No, probably not. So, what did you ask Sam? You said to Sam. I said to Sam and Becky. I said, "What is? Who is your favourite Australian?" Well, Becky's favourite Australian was Rebel Wilson. And I think that's probably because... And that was prompted by Sam. And prompted by Sam, yeah. Um, But I think that's probably because of the uh, films that... Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. She was also in Night at the Museum 3. Oh, she was, wasn't she? But Sam's favourite Australian, or the first answer he gave us, was Rolf Harris. Yes, interesting. Which we we (laughs) mentioned might be problematic. And I do get that... I used to watch Ralph Harris when I was younger, uh, painting and doing that, and he was a bit of a national treasure at the time. But he then went on and said, not Ralph Harris, he's going to choose Eddie Jones, the yeah. uh, the England um, rugby manager. Have you got a favourite Australian? Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I've got this. I mean, I admire many Australians, and I actually... Um, Quite often when you watch uh, actors, uh, you don't realise that they're Australian. You like know? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Um, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. I mean, or Huge Jackman. Huge Jackman. Um, is Kate Blanchett Australian? I don't know who that is. She, I'm going to say that. She may be uh, a Kiwi. Anyway. I like Adam Hill's. Adam Hill, yeah, a good yeah. one. No, no, so it, there's many, um, many to choose from. Yep. Yeah. Next question. Zippy. Zippy? <laughs> what am I talking about? What, Zippy Skippy. from Rainbow? No, Skippy. <laughs> Bush kangaroo. Anyway, so the next question you asked was... What, well, they went on the trip for a month. Yeah. I did ask what was their favourite bit from that trip. The favourite bit from that trip? Um, Sam said was the skydiving the nude skydiving he did um, <laughs> correction he said skydiving oh, it wasn't he's never been skydiving. nude skydiving has he not no because he hasn't done enough skydives to be able to do that I thought he said he particularly liked the way the wind like <laughs> went through his hair <laughs> Becky said um, she loved the koala experience she had yeah um Koala cuddle. Koala cuddle. So that was lovely. And I did see pictures of that. That looked good. I did see pictures of the neither skydiving. Neither of them said the diving. Shocking. Yeah, neither Not of them diving. Said the- By the way, this is a correction. We once said that Becky and Sam went to Australia and they went scuba diving. They didn't. Um, they didn't. They went snorkeling. Snorkeling. One thing they did We do never went to correct that. Is we're they went out now. on kayaks. And when they were out on the kayaks, uh, a whale swam underneath the kayaks and I'm not I don't know how I'd feel about that it sounds incredible but I think uh, certainly Becky was quite nervous about what might happen but they all I remember them sitting somewhere and watching whales out at sea you know sort of breaching the water and that incredible dolphins and that yeah. anyway. see I went for the desert penguins because um, there are penguins in Australia as well and they went to go yeah, watch right. them 
Uh, and the last question question was about food. Well, actually, we asked a lot of questions, but we also we there was just a question about things that what would we think would they think of the food or what was their favorite thing they ate and when I they were think there. Sam said he enjoyed eating kangaroo yep uh, and Becky said wasn't keen on the food at all yep <laughs> so that's fair enough it's fair you know each to their own I mean I guess Becky would like anything that was just essentially what we'd have here yeah which wasn't specific to that so the likelihood of having kangaroo or something I don't like. think their oh, cuisine is to too really, dissimilar I mean obviously if you're vegetarian vegan you, that's not going to be palatable for you but I understand that kangaroo meat is quite tender it's quite quite a nice sort of meat as a steak I don't know that I'd try it myself but there we go so yeah I think they both said though and and I think I would like to at one stage visit Australia. They both yeah. said they'd love to go back. Yeah, they did. Because they, I mean, they only covered one sort of coast, went up the coast gradually through those particular weeks, stayed with some family over there, but done all these incredible experiences. They as only they were did family up. for a little bit. Yeah, I know. That was just a, a, a brief stop. I think but, it was at the start. But, you know, what a fantastic experience uh and what a thing to have done, you know, to look back on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we head off again, you may think, wow, they've said a whole other thing after the game. And normally it should have ended by now. But we also had a message. Yeah. We had a message. I shall read you said message, Dad. Yes. It says that the subject is common question, suggestion or complaint. So they seem to have put all of the options in there. Oh, right. They've gone for it. Hi, father and son. It's Al here. Oh, Al. <laughs> You'll be pleased to know that I've been listening to your podcast intently over the last few days and I'm all caught up. Sporadic listener doesn't have the same ring to it. Well, right. you've got to keep, maintain that now. Yeah, to you've maintain got to maintain Al. being right on, on the ball with it in order to to uh, eliminate the sporadic tech yeah. we've given you. I thought I would message in again to help the research on music copyright. According to the link I have added to the bottom of this message, musically you can change uh, change it enough that the song can be recognised as its original. David, if you're changing the genre, I doubt we will be able to recognise the original song anyway. Right, so this... Lyrically, you'd need to change it completely. So why not parody the song? So what he's leaning towards here is saying that he thinks we should do a section in which we change a genre for a, for a song. Right. So we take a famous song, yeah, change the genre, and we'd have to change the lyrics as well. Uh. So for instance, yeah, right. So I will point out. So what he said is take a song change the genre and also we'd need to change the lyrics so what we've done is we've written a new song yeah so so the way I'm thinking if you take something like I don't know Let It Be by the Beatles right and instead of it being sort of a ballad but of, of its time you change it to a death metal song yeah but then you're not allowed to call it Let It Be you have to you know, called it something different. And then all yeah. the lyrics within that song, you're going to have to change. 
is that really going to work? Because if you if you just did the song without it being a different genre and changed all the words, people would know what that song is. Even if I did, if I yeah, if I did it as a different genre and have had all the words the same, then you'd recognise it. Then you'd recognise it. If you did it in a different genre and changed all the words. Surely it's just a completely different song. Oh, the like, music's going to be the same, but... No, because it's a different genre. But it, but it, but yeah, but you'd still use... I mean, you'd have the same chords, but you'd be playing them on, you know, uh, uh, heavy didgeridoo. metal. On a didgeridoo, yeah. Um, it's like um, Only Fools and Horses. Yeah. The broom. Yes. If you change the head and the stick, is it the same broom? Yeah. We'll Very move true. on, because it still continues this. With this new information in mind, I would like to suggest the new segment is called Genre Swap, Lyric Swap. Can you guess the original bop, full stop? Oh my goodness. Can you guess the original bop? How has he had time to listen to all the all the podcasts he hadn't listened to by that point and then gone on to produce this? I don't know. A lot of nonsense. <laughs> He did mention so something he's, like this. He's, we spoke to him a couple of weeks ago and he did mention thought, something like this. He's thought of a new segment, which is quite a big segment by all accounts, because obviously if we both did it, it would take up quite a bit of time. Yep. He's also got a title for it. Yep. Has he written music for it as well? Maybe we should get him to work on that. Yeah, okay. Um, he says, I'm always open to... Look, and for some, this bit, I'm, I can't... It feels like he's just trying to quote us. Um, because I'm actually going to bring up our website right now just to check whether he has just quoted from the website. Um, but what he's written is, um, I'm always open to new suggestions and how we can improve the podcast. If you'd like to send in a message, whether it be a comment, question, suggestion or complaint, you can do so via the website, which is fatherandsundays.com. Go to the contact page. You can leave it there. Alternatively, you can send us an email or go to our Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Leave a comment on there as well. Um, now, I do say something like that at the end of each podcast. We'll say, though, Al, I'm not sure I always say, I'm always open to new suggestions and how I can improve this podcast. Now, because um, we're not, we're, if anything, we're, I'm not we're, closed. we're closed, don't we? We, we don't, we no, don't we, we like have said in the past, send your suggestions in. Yeah, because we do say it. comment questions, suggestions or complaints. Yeah. We do say that. Okay. Um, so, uh, but I'm not, I've not said I'm always open to it. So, just saying. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I appreciate him sending us in a message there and sending in a suggestion. Um, that is not all, though. He's then written, I wow. hope this helps, and I look forward to your feedback in, in our next planning meeting. Um, I, I don't know who's setting up these meetings, Al. Is he having them on his own? Uh, yeah, you just having these meetings on your own? Have they got, has he got cutouts of us there? Does he think that when we talk on the podcast that that's, that's the planning we, he, we can hear him as well? I don't Maybe. know. Forever, forever listening, even if if I... I'll try that one again. It's a bit like you earlier. Forever listening, even if I was a little bit behind for a while. And then he signed it, Producer Al. <gasps> Producer, Producer Al. Producer wow. Al. He's up in his... He's, he's got a promotion, has he? Yeah, well, he's given it to himself. Yeah, it is, hasn't he? It's not a paid promotion. I can <laughs> guarantee that. Very interesting. Very interesting. And then he's what is he actually producing? I don't know. Like... Right. Orange juice. He's squeezing oranges at the weekends. I don't know. Um, Then he's got a PS, which I don't... What does PS stand for? 
Oh, it's Latin, isn't it? Postscript. Yeah. Uh, please see. Well that, well, that isn't Latin if it's that, is it? Right? No. Um, so, P.S. Postius scriptus. P.S. It would have been good to know that you were thinking of removing the adverts before I invested three full days listening to your podcast. Oh, God. Now, this line I have a problem with. Yep. Because he said, it would have been good to know that you were thinking of removing the adverts. I have never said we are looking to remove the adverts. It we're, is our only way of making at, any sort of income. It's the only way we make any money, which we hardly make anything from it. And against what we pay out, and, it And doesn't. to be perfectly open, open and honest... We're yet to have a payout from it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it'll be tuppence, probably. Um, now, we are not looking to remove these adverts. To to correct what may have been taken from that, we are looking at ways that you, as a listener, can remove those adverts. Yes. Yeah. Um, or indeed, remove the podcast and just listen to the adverts. And just listen to the adverts. No, it's, it's not something we're not looking to remove the adverts. However... If there, it's one of these things that if we were to look at people listening to remove the adverts, there would have to be some kind of other monetary income. Yeah. And that's where it would potentially be that you'd have to pay to listen. But as a producer of, of this podcast, surely he knows all this. Yeah, surely he knows all this. Surely so, he's been in all the, in meetings with us. He would, he would know all this detail. Yeah. So if you want to listen to, for free then you absolutely can do, but there will be adverts. However... It really isn't that bad, is it? Al, if you are really up for uh, paying to listen without adverts, then I am happy to help you with that. <laughs> okay, then. Okay. Is that the end of that message? That very, very, very long message. Yep, that is the end of that message. Okay. Um, although, actually, has got a link down the bottom, because remember you spoke about copyright, but I'm not going to read out the entire link. Um, I will have a look at that, though. I'm quite interested in that anyway. In terms of uh, everything that's been mentioned there, in fairness... Sir, sir, yes? I've got something, sir. We had another... Um, well, actually, it was a complaint. Uh, come in. I can't go straight into it now because I'm validating the complaint, making sure that it is accurate. Uh, but it was about the dinosaurs episode, right? So um, once I've done that, we we can discuss that, and I'll, I shall read it out. So was it worth bringing up now? Probably not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see where I've made a mistake. Here. Sorry. Yeah. All right. No problem. Um, so I, I basically started, interrupted you to tell you I wasn't going to say something then, yeah. wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, I get that now. I get that completely now. Okay, go ahead. It's been quite a long episode, this. Um, That's because of him. That's because <laughs> of Al. It wasn't because of us. Um, anyway, with all that being said, now Al did mention it in his message that if you want to send something like that, you can do so on the website, fatherandsundays.com, go to the contact page, leave a message on there, send an email, or you can potentially do it um, via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, comment on those, blah, blah, blah. Um, do what you want with it. If you don't want to send this message, you don't have to, but it's really nice if you do. Yep. Um, you can also just send messages, This is a, just as a reminder, you can send messages and also notify that you don't want them to be read out on the podcast. I have had that before. I've had messages sent through on the email and that we've not read on the podcast because the person specified they don't want that. Yeah. Um, so I'm fine with that as well. Uh, that being said, website's a great place because you've also got all the episodes available on there. They're available on your chosen podcast platform. There's a store as well. Helps keep us going. Um, 
and also the adverts helps keep us going. Um, Try and keep any comment or or anything like that down to less than three chapters <laughs> um, because we don't want to have to do another podcast just purely to read out In fairness, we enjoy that. Like we do appreciate the message from we Al. We do, we do. Um, we make fun of it, but it's only, that's mainly because we know him. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So but I think that I think that's it. Yeah, Facebook. I said Facebook, Instagram. You Twitter, did all I, the yeah. things, all, all the old hokey A lot of it was on. done. Yeah. By Al in his message. He did well. That's because he's the producer. He knows what he's talking about, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm going to have a word with him about that. Do uh, producers? I have a question. Yes. Um, do producers sometimes fund things? Oh, I think that's quite quite often. They have to put their hand their, in their own pocket. money in. Yeah. 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 I'll speak to him about that. Okay. All right then. Well. All I've got to say now then is bye. All right then. Bye! yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.